and welcome to It's All About Relationships, your podcast for polarity, your most thriving long-term relationship and your most thriving body and love connection. I'm happy to have you here, so open up to love, open up to peace and Let's go. Hello and welcome to this podcast episode. We will talk about the relationship you have with money and what impact have money on your relationship with your partner and with your children. Oh my God, I know it's a deep topic and You know me, so I want to share at first a story with you. So, ooh, let's get started. I am now in my money healing journey in the last rounds, I would say, because I've ordered out of my intuition a budget planner two weeks ago. Okay, maybe you have heard the story and maybe you thought, oh my God, why is that such a big thing? When you were a part of my money healing journey the last two years, maybe you have noticed that I had problem to um, save money or to hold on money and... The funny thing is when we um, just look at the money stories of my husband and me, it fits perfectly. So to break it down, I'm a spender and he is a saver. So maybe you could say, oh my God, that is perfect. It balances or it, it balances each other and it balances out. It is not a case, okay? Because think about it. When you have got a spender and you have got a saver, you will tend to have, when you have got um, a shared account, we don't have a shared account, but imagine only for the metaphor, uh, for the metaphoric way of the story, okay? Imagine it. Um you tend to have at the end of the month, what? Exactly, zero. Because when you have someone who save 100 euro and, 100, uh, and someone who spends 100 euro, you have at the end of the month, zero euro, okay? So I don't want to be like that. So... This was my big why. I don't want to go the same patterns that my parents did, that the generation, the generations before my parents arrived at this planet were doing it. I don't want to have it like that. Okay. So I've decided two years ago that I want to heal my relationship with money 
And I know, and this is why I'm talking about the story, that I'm not the only one. I know there are so many couples out there who have got the same problems. Maybe you are not the spender, but maybe you are the saver. But what happens in relationships when there tend to be these two types of people come together, that there is one person who have got fears about money or will tend to uh, develop fears about um, money or fears about something else. And there's one person who will tell you, oh, it's not that bad. But think about it when we would put this scenario into a different topic, okay? Let's say um, one person would be afraid of dogs and the other person would say, oh, it's not that bad. Here's my giant pit bull. <laughs> you know, I love pit bulls. It's not that I'm afraid of them. When I would choose a dog, I would um, take a pit bull to me. I love them. Okay, they are so gorgeous. They are so... Um, brave they are so smart i love them so but you know what we could say here what we can say here is that so many people out there are afraid of pit bulls or afraid of these dogs like rottweilers or dobermans or yeah you got it and imagine this person who's afraid would be like okay okay, okay, I'm afraid of dogs. And the other person would say, here is my giant dog. Have fun with it. We, we can balance each other out. No, you would say, this is crazy. Why is this one person afraid? And why you don't give a shit because of her fears? Why you don't give a shit about her feelings? But when we come back to money, it's all okay for everyone. That the one person is a spender and the uh, other person is a saver. And why I'm choosing this um, example is because when both are savers, um, they tend to have no problems in their relationships because they both on the same line. Yes, there could be money trauma but it will not have the big effect as when you have these separate um how can i say archetypes okay and the same goes for to spenders this is um this can be something which can infect the relationship as well and a huge factor because when you have got two spenders you have got the problem of overspending and the problem of um of having anxiety or developing fears about the topic money because let's be honest okay let's be honest we have got the real talk here even in spirituality, we say we live in abundance, okay? Your brain, your fight and flight primal brain, don't give a fuck. <laughs> 
when you have not enough money to buy you food, when you not when you have not enough money to pay your rent, when you have not enough money to um yeah, to develop a safe relationship because on a cognitive level you can say okay, I have enough because how um How hard is that? Imagine it when you say, oh my God, I, I am abundant. I have enough. I'm in love. But then you check your, your, your numbers and then you go immediately and fight, flight, freeze or fall because you can see on a cognitive level, it is not enough. And there we have like, um, there we have um, separate layers, deeper layers, of course, like everywhere else in life. So this is a um, extremely black and white view of this topic. But I wanted to share with you this extreme view so that you can get in touch with the topic on a deeper level okay so we come back we come back we come back um to the topic of money trauma so why i also want to um, share the story with you is to say that money trauma is a real thing okay it's a really real thing in your body what ha this that happened in your body, not in your mind. You can't get out of a trauma by thinking. You have to process these emotions through your body and you have to, I would say, digest it because it's not about the thing that happened to you. It's about the capacity of your nervous system to um to go through it Be what i saw in so many um examples of my clients was this that someone said oh oh my my childhood was not that bad it was not that bad like someone who was who had to face with some tremendous things. But the thing is, in Germany, we would say there is no Schanzvergleich. <laughs> um, there is no um, measuring in, um, in pain, in mental, in mental pain. When you say it's hard for you, Even maybe when we look from the bird's perspective, it was not that hard like someone else had to face with. It is valid. It is really, really important that you can mm, open your heart and allow yourself to suffer when there is pain in your life when there happens something that you 
find really, really hard to get by. So, and with that being said, trauma, again, is not the event. It's the capacity of your nervous system, of your body, which decided if the body can hold these huge emotions or if the nervous system say okay we can ha we can't handle handle it we have to um separate this thing out of our conscious mind out of the body out of everything in order and this is really important in order to keep you safe in order to help you to survive. So the, it, it's not like that, that trauma is the bad guy or the bad thing, like all the disorders. They are not. They want to help you. They want to support you. Pain I had the last week since I started with my budget planner. So intense pain in my lower back. I just wanted to rip my lower back in pieces, okay? <laughs> And it's not that the pain is bad. The pain wants to tell me that there is something off, that there is something inside of me. And they want to have a big stop sign and say, hey, you have to look for this thing. You have to look for this pain. This is why pain is important in your body. And all the feelings have a special, how can I say it? Um, a special use. I don't know if this is right, but you get it. They are important in your body and they are not for hanging around there. They have the... Aufgabe <laughs> that you have to do something or you have to leave something or you have to get out of something. So this is important to notice that you when you have pain, when you have mental hard times Or you have these little arguments in your relationship like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Why did you spend so much money? Blah, 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 blah. You're always saving. And the funny thing is that you tend to recreate the, um, the emotional environment you were in when you were a child. Okay. There are so many, um, common, speeches common common words who said oh you tend to attract your father or you tend to attract your mother um in a relationship but this is not always true and this is not the full side of truthness <laughs> it's only um Uh, the tipping point it's only it's not the tipping point it's only a little point I don't know how to how to say it on a better way 
Because you tend to recreate the feelings and the environment, not your father or not your mother or not your caretakers, one and one, but the feeling. So when you had the feeling of, oh, there was never enough or, oh, there was a lot of fear or there was a lot of arguments or there was a lot of separation or there were a lot of uh yeah all these topics then you tend to recreate when you're not heal the parts of yourself or when you get or when you don't get them into your conscious mind there was one quote i didn't know i i can't remember who said it but it was like um when you like when you oh i i can't remember the quote either okay never mind this happened so but the thing is when you don't get the unconscious in a conscious conscious way ah this is the quote ha ah, happy um You will call it, it will, it will rule your world and you call it faith. Yeah. Some, something like that. Okay. So on an unconscious level, you recreate the old feelings, the old environment. Even when your conscious mind says, I don't want it. I don't want it. I want to get away. And this is the funny part because when you, have the focus on the on the point of I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't want it. Your unconscious mind, the universe, the your life, I don't know what kind of word do you want to use in this case, is want it, want it, want it. <laughs> Because I don't or not is not the word the unconscious mind can can handle. It will always hear the things like want it, I do it, um, I have it, you know what I mean. So getting back to the topic of money, money trauma and the impacts it have on relationships. So it's not, and I want to make it pretty clear, it's not that spenders are have got traumas and savers do not have traumas this is not the case and by the way there are so many more archetypes of um money uh trauma types it's not that there's only the spender and only the saver there are so many more but only to keep it simple okay only to keep it simple i will um do this podcast with savers and spenders okay um, because it's a good metaphor for you to imagine how a spender could look or imagine how a saver could look. Because um, when you have learned that there's not enough and you have to save all the things, there can also be a trauma involved. The thing is, do you do it out, out of love or do you want love for your for your um, actions you take. Can you have a good balance between spending and saving? 
or do you tend to be only in one of these areas? Because let's be clear, when you are a saver and you want to um, uh, want to build a business, okay, and then you have got maybe a hard time to invest money in yourself, even when you know it would help you. There are um, beliefs like I can do it alone, um, I can, I'm strong enough, and all of this stuff. And imagine it, how this impacts a relationship, or this impacts your life, or this impacts your children when you always tell yourself, yourself, I can do it alone. I don't have to spend. That much, that much money, even if I would, if I wanted to spend that money out of, I don't have enough. Whoa, that's pretty hard as well. So I want to leave you with one, um, one action you can do when you have the thought of, oh my God, maybe I have got a money trauma in my relationship or maybe I've got a money trauma by myself and I've got um, several um, behaviors in my relationship and arguments and yeah, all of the stuff in, in my relationships. Then... I can highly encourage you to make, oh my God, I don't know, what is this, what is this word? You can make a list and on the one side of your list, you can, um, you can write the year, the durance of how long it takes, what you've experienced in your life. And on the other side, you can write, what did you have experienced? Okay. And in this um, formula, you can use then, you can use all of these numbers and all of these insights you have wrote on this paper and do it in a, oh my God, I have to, <laughs> I have to translate it. Sorry, but it will make so much more sense when you know um, what I want to say. So stick with me. I have the answer in so seconds. Um, mm. Ah, oh, oh, it's a chart. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so you can use the insights you have wrote on the piece of paper and put it in a chart, okay? So on a long line, like um, a life chart. So you start on the left side with um, I was born and on the right side your current age or your future. And then on the top of the chart, you use maybe good memories with your money stuff and on the bottom of the chart, you use all the bad memories or the bad feelings. So even when you have no memories, this is important as well, um, you can use your feelings. So when you say, oh, I have the feeling that there was not enough, I 
experience the feeling of non-enoughness or of fear or of anxiety with my with my mother or with my father or my, with my caretakers um this is also valid okay this is also valid and yeah when you have got the chart the diagram the graph <laughs> you can decide if you want the the positive thing on the on the upper side or on the downside and then you can decide the same <laughs> for uh The bad, the, the bad memories or the memories which hurt you or which left you in pain, okay? Um, because, let's be real, there's no good, there's no bad. There is also, uh, they have got a function. Oh my God, this is the word I was looking for. They have got a function. <laughs> your emotions have got a function for your system. And even the bad and the good things have got a function for something. So they are not good, they are not bad. This is only the thing we tend to... These are only the labels we tend to put on these... Um, um, yeah, moments or memories. So... Again, you put the good things on the upper side or the bad things, so-called, okay, on the downside, but you can switch them. It's not that important on which side you tend to do what. And then you connect the points and just have a, and just notice for yourself, are there more, quote-unquote, bad memories with money things? So you can do it, of course, with your body journey, with your relationship journey, with your femininity journey. Okay, this is um, this is a action you can do with everything you want to look for, everything you want to have an eye on. But just decide for one when you do this chart. Okay, so. Then you can have a look and just for your for your cognitive thinking to understand you better to get into the, this to this bird's perspective and to realize oh my god maybe there were so many negative emotions or negative um, um, memories in a topic of money. And with that, you can see, oh my God, maybe, maybe it's no wonder. It's the effect. This, These memories, these um, past experiences were the causes. And now you're feeling the effect. So it's no wonder because of the physical laws, cause and effect, that you have now pain in these areas and this is the first step awareness then you can change something because then you can say oh my god I can communicate or I can talk with my with my partner about what I have discovered and maybe he can do the same and then you can talk about what 
you have discovered as a as a couple and you can may, maybe make a third chart for you as a couple because there are where the money patterns especially from you or of you or for you <laughs> and there were um patterns which were typical for your partner and there were patterns with uh, which developed through your relationship and then you can you can transform them to with having awareness on them and then you can have connection as well so this is my last podcast without the new um, add-on. Stay curious and let's be, let's meet in another podcast episode. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.